Yeah, the spike of the spike of energy prices cannot be good news. It can't be. I mean, the cost of diesel setting a record several days in a row now. And that means that the cost of everything is everything comes back to the cost of diesel, the food on the grocery store shelves, the stuff at the big box stores, uh, whatever Amazon delivers to your doorstep, whatever it is, right? Whatever it is, all being impacted and affected by that. And then how's that affect the economy? Well, Craig Stiles, financial advisor, managing director at Ameriprise Financial Services, joining me now. Craig, good to have you as always. Good morning, Steve. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Um, I look at the price of gas. It's on its way back up. But diesel is the one that's really exploding. And I know that that has a, an impact for us. It's coming, and it has to, right? I'm just curious, Steve. Have, didn't you hear what uh, Joe Biden was, was doing to help to alleviate that? He was releasing roughly about a million barrels of oil a day from our reserve to make sure that this doesn't happen. Yeah, how'd that work out? <laughs> well, it's not. And that's something that's been rather predictable going forward in regards to trying to uh, – um, uh, inject a policy or something along those lines to solve a to solve an issue such as this. This is yes, the inflationary pressures are definitely impacting the markets. Um, the rise in interest rates also are uh, impacting the markets. So, trying to balance what you do within your uh, investment portfolios and, and how to maintain and sustain your lifestyle is, is a really uh, kind of a difficult um, balancing act for many clients because uh, you're seeing the downturns that we've had and experienced in the markets. And then trying to maintain that long-term perspective. Of course, long-term perspective in the markets is that we anticipate things to go up. We look to overweight specific sectors within the markets to try to get that growth that we need. Underweight other sectors within the markets to make sure that the portfolio is not overly impacted in a negative way. Um, and then, of course, trying to combat the inflationary pressures because that, uh, as as we're understanding, is not a short-term issue. It is more of a long-term issue that we're starting to prep for right now within clients' portfolios. So that balancing act between, um, okay, we've got to have some growth strategies within the portfolio, but growth is kind of hit right now, um, but also maintaining um, uh, value portfolios, trying to rebalance that uh, uh, piece, if you will, add some to, to the value side of the portfolio that's generating good income um, to try to offset the inflationary pressures that clients are feeling right now. And it's, it's not an easy balancing act to, to do. Um, especially when I've addressed some of the uh, some of the comments before between the quote unquote faux inflation versus that of uh, real inflation. So, yeah, you know, and what concerns me is what I, I hear people saying, and the articles that I read that some people are losing on average six thousand um, dollars a month in their retirement funds. Obviously, if that continues for people that have you know vulnerabilities. That's going to be devastating, isn't it? The, well, it is. There are a couple of factors that are playing into it. Those who are currently investing in their 401k, the fear typically that they have, if they're generating a certain amount of income from their portfolios, they're like, well, I don't want to add more money to us as well. We always talk about and preach about that, you know, now is the time you want to be investing. If you have your strong cash flow from work, you want to be able to add that to your portfolio, buy into investments when it's down, because that's what's going to accelerate growth as markets turn around and come about. However, 
you talk about losing $6,000 in your retirement assets. Well, if you're losing $6,000 because it costs you that much more to get to work, now you don't have the funds to put into your 401k to take advantage of the downturn of the markets. But so that's, that's another great point you make. That can, yeah, that's a point so you make. Person, if you don't have the money to invest because you're just trying to cover, you know, uh, the monthly bills, right? Right, right. I think I shared that with you before. I mean, I, I went through and I bought my propane. I bought it on contract early, right? And you have that option to do with your propane provider if I live in the country. Go through and do that. Well, I did. So I had a certain amount of credit, and every time they filled it up, that credit would work would work uh, to my benefit, especially with the increase in the propane cost. So, I, I mean, I was... I'm feeling like a rocket scientist right now because I ended up buying it at a dollar or, or locking it in a dollar sixty, I think a dollar sixty-five a gallon, and I believe the last uh, last um, cost was roughly about two two seventy something. So when my contract ends, that's going to increase my cost on propane um, significantly on a monthly basis or on a quarterly basis. So I can only imagine what that impact is going to be for many uh, many individuals who have done very similar things. So that inflationary cost is a is a real situation that we have to prepare for and I talk and, and I have that conversation literally daily. Yeah, bank, you know, we got to balance that. We got to balance that with their investment side. How do we how do we offset that? Because the, the makeup comes from the investments. So that means in some circumstances we are going to have to overweight where they feel a little uncomfortable. Um, but that overweight is where we start to accelerate coming out of the markets. Yeah. Um It's a difficult place, that's for sure, because I don't know if there's a safe haven. You know, usually if there's a storm, you go to someplace safe. Don't know if you have that today necessarily, right? Maybe I'm wrong, but I but Um, I'm concerned. Well, just to give you just to give you some insight, right now we're looking at overweighting. You know, basically have the United States equity sectors. You know, information technology, financials, healthcare, consumers, discretionary, and so forth. Or overweighting three sectors right now, information technology, financials, and healthcare relative to the S&P 500 by roughly about 2% each. And we are underweighting consumer staples and utilities by uh, 4% and 2% relative to the S&P 500. So when we're looking at utilizing our uh, like ETF or um, uh, ETF sector strategies, we're trying to take advantage of some of the downturns that we've seen in those uh, primary uh, those three areas, add a little more to those positions so this way we can accelerate more quickly out of them and reduce where we see some of the inflationary pressures are going to take place, such as in the consumer staples and utilities. And some of the other ones, uh, you know, industrials, energy, real estate, materials, and so forth, are basically maintaining this, uh, a very similar weight to that of the S&P 500. For clients who are uh, investing into their 401ks, right now it's a good time to rebalance them. So when your growth side of their portfolios are, are down right now, value should not be down as much. And so I encourage them to go through their process, log into their retirement plans or 401ks, and start going through that process of rebalancing. There you go. We rebalance our portfolios roughly about three or four uh, three or four times already when we normally do it anywhere from once a quarter to once a year. Craig so, Styles, we got to leave it right there. Get balanced. That's the takeaway. Craig, always a pleasure. Thank you, Steve. Good to see you. Good. The Michigan Chamber of Commerce, the most powerful voice for business in Michigan. Business owners know there's no substitute for experience. In Michigan, that means the Michigan Chamber of Commerce. The Michigan Chamber is always working to protect, connect, and strengthen Michigan companies. The Michigan Chamber is on the front lines every day, getting Michigan back to work. That's never been more important than it is today. The Michigan Chamber is dedicated to Michigan and the men and women that make it work here every single day. 
The time is now for the Michigan Chamber of Commerce. To learn more about the Michigan Chamber and how to become a member, visit michamber.com. This is the Steve Gruber Show, the fearless pursuit of truth. The Steve Gruber Show is the fastest growing talk show in America, so thank you. Without you, none of this would be possible. The relentless pursuit of truth, common sense, and honest answers to the most important questions of the day isn't easy, but it's critical to our future. Find out more. SteveGruber.com.